0: How are y'all doing? It's Aaron Alanis, host of the Get Your Shit Together podcast and CEO and founder of Basics. We are the world's number one elite fitness and nutrition coaching service for ambitious men in business that are looking to build their best body ever within 12 weeks or less. To find out more information to see if or how you even qualify to work with us, please visit www.basicsbrigade.com. That's B A S I X B R I G A D E.com. You can also follow me on IG at Aaron Alanis Fits. That's A A R O N a-l-a-n-i-z-f-i-t. It's on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Now, today, we're going to be popping the cherry of the Get Your Shit Together podcast. And, uh, man, we, we got a good friend of mine, NLP practitioner, entrepreneur, and uh, just overall good man in general that, quite frankly, has the shit together, guys. So if you're someone who's already at that level, hey, cool, you get to hear a really, really good conversation between two high-level guys. If you're not there yet, hey, you get to learn from us, kind of thing. So, that's Joe. Uh, go ahead and make a little introdu- introduction for yourself, man.
1: Yeah, bro. Appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. I'm so honored to be here popping the cherry with you for the first guest. Uh, I've been loving listening to the show, and you've been so consistent with pumping things out on a daily basis. So um, yeah, man, my name's Joe Johnston, as as you mentioned, and i um, Sort of to give a background, I guess, professionally of of what I do, like you mentioned, I'm a transformational uh, NLP coach. So I use NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. The thing that I tell everyone is, you know, it's what Tony Robbins uses. And it's honestly Mm -hmm. like the magic behind a lot of the transformation that Tony creates um, using NLP neuro-linguistic programming for those who don't know. And just again, to give the overview, it's like Tony Robbins got to start using NLP to help people overcome smoking, and other phobias. Um, He would go to these psychiatrists, these psychologists, he said, give me your toughest patient, your toughest client that you haven't been able to help in however amount of time. And he would go in and through these 30 30 minute sessions, create this really quick change using NLP. So that's something that I utilize in my coaching practice, um, specifically helping and focusing on fitness individuals fitness enthusiasts fitness coaches helping them address the mental and emotional and internal barriers that are keeping them from satisfaction joy more money more health more success um also professionally i run a professional speaking agency which is kind of my baby um and so i book professional speakers expert speakers myself being a speaker um, as well to college association and corporate stages um, outside of that, I am down here in Austin, Texas, beautiful Austin, Texas. Love spending time with friends. I mean, I work a lot because I love what I do. And I'm an entrepreneur in the early stages building my business. Um, and I, I love it, man. It's my passion. It's my purpose. And so, you know, I work a lot. But outside of that, man, I love kicking it with friends, having deep conversations, throwing the, the, the baseball around um, getting out on the water, wakeboarding, water skiing, spending time with family, friends, loved ones, going on dates with high quality chicks, like, dude, all of it, you know, just, just living life. Um, and yeah, like I said, I mean, work is, is, as I'm sure you understand, and, you know, maybe we want to chat about, it's like, dude, work's a big part of my life and it's a main Mm -hmm. focus to me, but it doesn't feel like work, man. Like it it really doesn't. I, I love what I do. Um, you know, there's times where I get kind of burnt out. I was experiencing that a couple of days ago where it's like, man, I've been working a lot, but dude, it, it doesn't feel like it because, and this is something, you know, when we talk about getting your shit together that I kind of want to hit on, it's like, dude, as men, and I'm sure again, you can relate to this. It's like, I found my mm-hmm. purpose and yeah. it's so important as a man, as masculine energy to find your fucking purpose in life. Because if you don't, you know, I see this with a lot of my clients. I see this with a lot of some of my friends that, that really don't have their purpose as front of mind, like, dude, that's when you really start to get off target. That's when you mm-hmm. start to chase women. That's when you start to, you know, get into drugs and alcohol. That's when you start to, you know, engage in these unfulfilling activities when you don't have a purpose and you don't have a mission front of mind. But when you do, and when the masculine has that and it's pursuing it, it's like you're in total alignment. Um, And I speak to this as well, because like, dude, I know what it's like to be half in on a business, to be kind of flirting with your purpose, but still not having it front of mind. But like, dude, this past year, getting into the brotherhood, meeting like-minded individuals and really going all in on like, no, this is my purpose. This is my mission and making it my number one priority in life um it's what the masculine needs it's what men need it's what more men need is to really find what that thing is that they're meant to do and put themselves into that because like i said if you don't have that as a man like dude you're off you know you're gonna chase things that aren't healthy you're gonna put women top of mind which you know women don't want as much as they say that it is like you're gonna fret about chicks you're gonna fret about all that bullshit but if you have your mission and you have service and you have your purpose front of mind, again, as, as I know you do, Aaron, as I do myself, as a lot of our colleagues and friends do, like, dude, that a man on purpose is a dangerous man.
0: I couldn't agree anymore with you, man, because at the end of the day, what I'm always telling people is like whenever they're at that beginning stage of their entrepreneurial journey or whatever the case may be, I always got to tell them I kind of struck out, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I ended up meeting my girl at my gym and she met me. On the come up kind of thing, so this is me being a college student trying to figure out. Hey, I want to do something for myself simply because I was unemployable. I couldn't. I remember even freaking applying at a job at a. This is freaking local car wash place called Blue Wave, right? So I, I got freaking. <laughs> I couldn't even get a job at a Blue Wave car wash, man. Ooh. Fucking they rejected Aaron Allens. I was like, "Fuck, man, something's wrong with what I'm doing." So I I just started the business. She met me at the time where I was already getting in shape. I was taking care of what I had to take care of. And just like you were saying, man, in terms of purpose and just making sure that you're always putting that first. That's the thing, man. Like my girl listens to my podcast as well. She understands, man. Like I I know, like I got to put the business first in order for me to take her out to the dates that I want to, in order for me to take her to trips. Like we got a lot of cool things in the pipeline. This has been really well. So it's like, yeah, I want to take you to this place. I want to get you this. I want to get you this because it's just in, in our nature as guys to be giving. So it's yeah. like when you have the resources, quote unquote, you hunted and you got like freaking like a cheetah or whatever they were killing yeah. back in the day. I got all this fucking cheetah man. Let's let's put something together for you. Like it's just yeah. in our nature. Totally. So I want you to go ahead and talk about your upbringing, man, because I know at one point, just like you were saying, us, us as masculine guys, man, sometimes it can be a little bit hard for us to control this compulsiveness that yeah. if we don't really channel it towards something good like business, it can turn into masturbation. It can turn into porn. It can turn into drugs, alcohol, fucking binge eating. So talk about some of your upbringing and talk about some of the the trials and tribulations that you had to go through.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally, man. And, and um, it's so true. And I'll get into that. I'll get into that, you know, so, I'll be honest, man, I grew up, I grew up very fortunate, you know, I I grew up with two very loving parents, um, who, who raised me, I would say, you know, right, they're still together, together to this day over 30 years. Um, You know, I grew up on top of that in a community that was super, super well knit, man, I mean, you know, I had I had boys back home, probably 10 to 15 dudes that we still have a group chat together and keep in touch. You know, they've gone down a different path in their lives that isn't for me. Some of them are engaged and have some weddings coming up. But dude, really, really tight knit community of friends and boys growing up, as well as community around me. You know, I had going over to my friends' houses, like I had parents who to me, I look at, you know, as second parents and and can see all of them at my wedding day one day and like have this grand vision of what that would look like, but was super, 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 super fortunate and grateful to grow up how I did. Um, You know, with that, I'd say in terms of trials and tribulations, again, not many, like went to high school, man, was had that crew, um, big high school football star up in the Mm -hmm. Northeast, uh, running Mac and, you know, Friday night lights and all that stuff where yeah. I started to hit, you know, sort of some road bumps. And this actually kind of ties into the speaking work that I do in, mm-hmm. in the college space was in college. Right. So yeah. when I got to college, it was like, man, I didn't really necessarily want to go because high school was so amazing. And, and mm-hmm. but I did it anyways. And I got there um, and without the structure of football it was like, I slowly started to kind of fade away, right? So, you know, was in business classes, wasn't super into business, kind of just going through the motions, did decent in school, but got off of the lifting and the training, which was unnormal for me, um, having, you know, lifted really all throughout college, didn't have a job or anything. So I didn't have that structure, freshman and sophomore year, Um, started drinking a lot, started smoking more weed. I was, you know, always very fond of the weed growing up, almost more than drinking. And so started smoking more weed like every night, Um, And and just slowly freshman into sophomore year when it started to decline, uh, mental health started to decline with that. So, you know, anxiety rates started to spike up, started to feel these bouts of depression. Um, And, you know, a lot of it came back to me starting to take an intrinsic look at who I was in high school and some actions that I wasn't so wasn't so proud of Mm -hmm. and kind of grieving who I was and people that I had heard and, you know, actions that I had taken that I wasn't proud of. Um, But yeah, man, that's when things started to struggle. And, you know, again, getting into alcohol, getting into drugs, uh, Mm -hmm. getting into porn to a degree, not, not excessively, but started to, and, you know, that sort of self-hatred I would say there as well on top of things. Um, Fortunately, you know, had some therapists on on campus and some therapists in in the area. So junior year, I started seeing my first therapist uh, at kind of the, the nudging of my girlfriend at the time, as, as well as my, my mom and my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was super effective, man. It was really, really effective. And it, it launched me down this path that I'd always been interested in. You know, I'd always been interested in other people's pain, other people's traumas, what made someone that, that who they are, what you know, potentially held someone back what, you know, caused someone to act in a certain way. And as I started to look at myself more intrinsically, it it sort of fueled that motivation. And so Mm -hmm. in addition to going to therapy and doing all this kind of self-help, personal development work, healing work on myself, I also started educating myself on it. So I started reading books by Carl Rogers, Sigmund Freud, like all these famous psychologists. And really delving into not only doing the personal development work on myself, but also delving into, like, the psychology behind it, right? And all these things yeah. in psychology, in neuroscience, about therapy, and got super, super fascinated in it um, into my senior year, switched my major, my senior year, became a psychology major, was kind of on this path to, like, go become a therapist, and that's what I thought I wanted to do, Um long story short, dude, as I went through that, got into the world, kind of pivoted my path from the therapy road, gone into corporate for a little, knew that's not what I wanted to do. And then got into this whole speaking deal. And off of the speaking deal, gone into the coaching world, um, Mm -hmm. which is sort of where I'm at today. But dude, that's all to say, like, you know, my struggles, whatever they may be during college and all that stuff, I don't look at them as, you know, too much compared to what other people have had to, had to go through. But they all mm-hmm. led me to where I was. Like, I think the biggest thing for me that I always knew early on and am still very committed to was like finding work and finding a purpose and finding something that I love. And so mm-hmm. as we think about that and we think about, you know, the struggle kind of motivating that the pain that motivated me through, it was like looking back, I'm super grateful for it. And I'm also super grateful for the fact that like, man, I switched my major like 10 times because I was just on this hunt in this reckless pursuit of like finding something that clicked with me and finding something that I truly enjoyed doing. And again, you know, through my pain, I was able to on some level find that thing, you know, it got me closer to my true passion and what it was that I truly enjoyed. Um, But yeah, man, that's, that's sort of a little bit of like my story, some of the trials and tribulations that led me to where I am today. And again, like circling back to that point of just the importance of really never settling, right. When you're pursuing something, like you mentioned you applied to a car wash, like, Dude, like going through all of that stuff, having those crappy jobs, but continuing to inch yourself closer to what it is that your ultimate purpose or passion is, it often isn't something that you find just overnight. It's something that I believe you inch closer and closer to every day and also changes at different different phases and points of life. But always climbing closer and closer to that thing that is your truest passion and purpose, um and and understanding that you'll know exactly when you found it and when you do found it find it like bury yourself in it because uh because that's the real shit man that's the powerful stuff right there
0: 100 man and one thing i also want to let you know man as one of your friends is that don't ever feel like your your trials and tribulations are discounted you can just compare it to like the people that are going through worse. you know obviously totally. there's people out there that have been like touched as kids and stuff but it's like at the end of the day, man, like you've, you've still had your stuff, you know, yeah. like, like at the end of the day, it's like, my struggles were different than yours. Your struggles are different than mine. they ours are different than some people that had some terrible things that happen to them.
1: Totally. At the end of
0: the day, what you went through is still what you went through. So I think sometimes when it's like, we compare it to not maybe, I don't want to say lowest common denominator, but people that got really, really bad kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes it doesn't allow us to really look, take a look at what we're doing and give us the, give ourselves the credit. You know what I mean?
1: Totally, hundred percent, dude. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, I mean, you talk about this all the time. It's like, man, it ultimately doesn't matter what you go through. You know, I always come back to the the doctor, yeah. Doctor Phil quote. It's like, man, you are zero percent responsible for for what happened to you as a child. Zero yeah. percent. However, as an eighteen year old and up man or woman, like you are one hundred percent responsible for what you do with it. And, you know, you and I both know as coaches, fortunately, a lot of the people that come to us are, they kind of know that a change needs to occur, right? And so they're they're there and they're open to change. Um, often, you know, what our job is sometimes, though, is, is really pushing someone to be like, look, man, like, get out of your whining, get out of your complaining, get out of feeling like a victim, because that's not serving you. You know, it's time to take accountability for maybe not necessarily necessarily accountability for what's happened to you, but for your accountability, Mm -hmm. for what you're going to do with it, because being a victim and, and, and putting blame externally does no one any good. And and guess what, dude, nothing's going to change when you do that. However, the second that you say, you know what, dude, and this is like, dude, this was a big lesson that I learned in through therapy. Mm -hmm. And my work was like, man, I'm going to take responsibility for all of my decisions, you know, multiple jobs, multiple times I've quit my job to kind of go all in on this Well, about two times. But it was like, dude, like throughout this journey, there's been road bumps. There's been time where money's been scarce and for both of us. Right. But Mm -hmm. ultimately what we've done is we've always stayed up and we've stayed accountable for like, look, man, I chose this road. And you and I both know this road of entrepreneurship is not easy starting out. Mm -hmm. However, as both of us are seeing now, I think like, when things start to turn and when you start to pick up the upsides of it are absolutely limitless you know you can make a lot of money you can have an infinite amount of impact and you can do that working on your own time and pretty much if you do it the right way and build a team and systems working a lot less than you would if you were working a corporate job and only making like 100k a month so or 100k a year rather um so again man i mean this all comes back to like whatever's happened to you whatever path you're on dude like avoid avoid the victim trap it's an easy it's in it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a um it's kind of a a shiny sexy trap that a lot of people want to get into and it's easy to drop into but really notice when you're getting into and take full uninhibited accountability and responsibility because you do when you do you're taking responsibility not only for what happened but you're taking responsibility and accountability for what you're going to do with that going forward and that empowers you to make changes and to mitigate and change the situation as you move forward.
0: I, I wanna ask you this question too, particular to your experience and your, your specialization nowadays, regarding someone who understands that they're struggling mentally, internally, so on and so forth, and maybe they don't have the, the experience that we have with certain things in terms of being more self-aware with things, right? Let's say they have, they have a little bit of cash to blow and they're trying to figure out what to do, okay? So say they're in business and they just don't know which route to go down. They can go see a therapist, or they can go see someone like yourself?
1: Dude, this is actually super interesting that you're asking me this because I actually had a friend reach out earlier today. uh, One of my good buddies from home, obviously won't say his name, but, Mm. and he was like, dude, like, I think I want to see a therapist. Um, And I encouraged him to, I encouraged him to. Dude, I think it's a tricky question, right? Mm. Um, Because, you know, what's interesting, Aaron, is that, I mean, I've had a lot of people come to me this past week or so in the sales calls I've had, and they're like, man, I tried therapy and it did not work. And they heard my presentation with, you know, with your group or they, they hear what I do with the NLP and they're like, man, I think this shit will work. And I'm confident that it will, it will as well. Dude, it's tough, man. It's tough. You know, and, and my perspective on this has changed. I was a big, big, big proponent of therapy for a really long time. And I still am and still would encourage anyone who can afford it to, to go that route. And I know also obviously insurance kind of covers therapy, which it doesn't usually with coaching services. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, man, it's tough, you know,
0: I kind of lean and go ahead. I was about to say, man, sometimes when it comes down to medical stuff, it's like, oh, man, I can't say this because I really want to say this. I give you permission to say whatever you want, man.
1: Yeah, well, I'm still kind of torn because I know therapy can be super effective. But, like, here's the thing, man. Like. I also know some therapists who are shit. Well, and, and, you know, I also know some coaches who are shit too, right? But I also know some coaches as you and I both know who are super, super powerful. And truthfully, like, I think two sessions with them, two breakthrough sessions with them for, you know, a couple hundred, a thousand dollars are more effective than years of therapy, right? And so I think it's really a parsing out process and it all depends on the individual. Fortunately, as well as you and I know, is that a lot of these coaching programs, you know, myself included, yours on the fitness side of things, Mm -hmm. They include more than just the, let's say the one-on-one sessions, right? Like with the therapist, you're just going to a therapist one-off and that's all you're really, that's all you're really getting for Fortunately, with a lot of these coaching communities, um, you know, mine included, yours included, you're getting some one on one components, you're getting a group component, you're getting an online course, you're getting daily check ins, mm-hmm. um, you're getting a lot of pieces to it, that sort of make the investment more worth it than just paying, you know, 70 to 100 bucks for a one, one on one session with a the therapist and Again, unfortunately, I you know my my qualm with everything when it comes to deep transformation and inner work is that you know whatever work you're going to be stepping into, whether it's a, with a therapist or a coach, you really want to vet out and make sure that that person's worth their dollar. And more than anything, you really want to make sure that you're going to be healing roots as opposed to treating symptoms. And it, it, that's not the shit. That and I want to hear your thoughts on this and, and how this has been pertinent with your own life. Mm-hmm. But dude, unfortunately, you know I think a lot of our system today is, is centered around treating symptoms. You know, hey, I'm feeling anxious. I've had these patterns in relationships that I can't get over. I, I feel depressed. Depressed. I'm, you know, struggling with money problems, whatever it is. All of those yeah. things, often all of the things that people come to us with as coaches, as therapists mm-hmm. are symptoms. And a good coach and a good therapist is going to look beyond the symptoms to what the root is, right? And, and the root is often, you know, it's trauma. It's something that happened that was traumatic to us that needs to be healed. And again, fortunately through NLP, like we can do that. We can go back to that thing. And I do it. I mean, dude, in my first one to two sessions, like there's going to be crying. There's going to be tears. There's going to be fucking going back to memories and doing some visualization stuff of inner child healing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. However, if you're willing to do that work, if you're willing to go deep for 60 minutes, you know, in two weeks span, like you're going to see results and you're going to see healing and relief that you haven't potentially seen for years. Yeah. And so I think that's the biggest thing, whether it's therapy or coaching is like, you need to be willing to go deep and you need to be willing to work with a practitioner and find a practitioner who's trained in methods that are gonna go deep to heal the roots as opposed to treat the symptoms. Because if you just treat the symptoms, man, the symptoms are gonna, gonna come back. However, if you heal the root, The symptoms are going to go away slowly, but surely. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, but I think that's the big determining factor.
0: Yeah, man, the way you want to think of it, it's it's a a good way to kind of think about that. It's like martial arts, right? It's like, hey, what's better for self-defense, kickboxing or boxing? It's like, hey, they both got their pros and cons, but you and I both know there's some people out here that box like they're middle schoolers. There's many weathers out there too. And there's also people that kickbox and it's like they can't even freaking touch their toes. And you got people like Conor McGregor. So it's like, which one's better? It depends on the person who's actually using the style. All right, so I really respect that because again, man, there's good therapists out there. You have to go through qualifications, and thankfully, the barrier to entry for that is much higher. It's kind of like the uh, the U.S. Mexican wall. You gotta, you know what I mean? Like you gotta actually go up there, kind of thing, or you gotta get a helicopter in order to go up there. AKA the qualifications through school. Coaching, you and I both know, man. You can just you can do whatever you want to. Fucking yeah, and anyone could be a coach. <laughs> change your bios, pay a VA a couple hundred bucks a month to send some messages for you, and you you're yeah. good, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in terms of the symptoms, man, that's that's really really why we uh, focus a lot on the on the stuff here, man. Thankfully, I, I invested in some mentors early on, and his whole philosophy behind dating is I ended up hiring him for my dating stuff, and he ended up saying like, hey, this is uh, because pretty much before the dating course even began, it was like a mindset training. Said, hey, if you don't have this stuff dialed in first. Yeah, you're not going to be able to get girls kind of thing. And the main thing that he said also was that you don't have a dating problem. You have personal problems reflecting in your dating. Yeah, and as soon as I started relating that to everything that I was doing, it was like, holy crap, this is like with everything kind of thing. So I always found that my when I was really big, again, relative to where I was at kind of thing or where I'm at now, I remember thinking to myself, like, damn, I'm holding on to a lot of body fat. And I kind of asked myself, was like this weird voice in my head. It's like, hey, what else are you holding on to? You know, they started letting go of those things. I started being able to be more disciplined. And before I knew, knew it, I got shredded. And that was more of a process of letting go than it was taking all these supplements or taking all these things. It was like, hey, let me just let go of all these things. And then by default, I was able to lose body fat. So I find that when I speak with people just like you, the symptom that they come to me with is that they don't have time. The symptom to me that they come to me with, they don't have energy. They, they don't, they're holding out to too much body fat not mm. building muscle but most of the time man it's like i can see right through it i don't tell them that immediately right yeah. but thankfully I, I have communication skills that are uh skilled enough in my own i guess coaching skills more than anything else listening skills, say.
1: active listening skills too man to hear past the fucking symptoms
0: you just you just got to know how when to recognize it i think that's why a coach yeah. with context is a dangerous weapon for everybody yeah. so it's like it's one thing to have like it, it, cause here's the thing, man, like you've had your own internal struggles, just like we were talking about earlier, maybe not the most like socioeconomical, but dude, you fucking went through some hell that you're not even telling right. me about, I'm sure, right? Right, right. So that's just part of it. And uh, the fact that you've gone through, through the hell, pulled yourself out of it, and now you've dedicated your life to serving other guys or just other people in general through it, I think is amazing. And a coach with context in general is like one of the most dangerous things. To have in your freaking arsenal and to be as well if you're in the coaching space also so again man if people treat symptoms they treat those like the problems but really what it is is a mindset thing and that's why we had you do a presentation for our guys because sometimes i see them not doing their workouts they're not doing this they're not doing that i can only do so much at the end of the day my expertise yeah. is always fitness and nutrition yeah. i stick with that that's always going to be the fundamentals to what we're doing here at basics yeah so i just had to bring you on because i feel like a lot of the stuff that i reiterate is just stuff that you're you're better at than I am regarding my yeah
1: and and again man I, I you know I want to
0: like throw
1: out there as well as like for like in you and I both know this from being in the brotherhood is like dude unfortunately a lot of the stuff that people are struggling with and this is this is where again it's I think therapy is like why i lean towards more effective coaching and the NLP stuff. The reason that NLP works is because, and the reason that change can happen so quickly with NLP neuro-linguistic programming is because we're changing at the subconscious fucking level. And again, you and I know more, I'm not going to go into the conscious and subconscious today, but it's like, dude... You can't change it. You can only change so much as a conscious level. You can only, you know, and this is where I think a lot of dudes get screwed up. You can only will your way to success so much. You can only be disciplined so much and go hard, 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 and consciously make a change. I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that. I'm not. Eventually, dude, your fucking willpower and your conscious, like, you know, drive is going to lose out to your subconscious mind and your subconscious programming that was programmed in a very young age. And so again, the only way to really create lasting transformation and change, which is really the only type of change and transformation that we're looking for, positive, lasting transformation and change is to do it at the subconscious level, right? And so that is what we need to be doing. And again, I why I work with with men in fitness Um, for the most part, is because a lot of men, a lot of individuals get into fitness, get into fitness programs, become fitness coaches, become fitness enthusiasts, because they're trying to do that conscious change, right? They're trying to change their bodies. They're trying to physically exert effort and and kind of change externally. And I, I hold the hypothesis that they're doing that to try to mitigate some internal mental and emotional distress that ultimately will not be mitigated fully. Whatever physical changes they make will not be mitigated fully until they address the internal mental and emotional mechanisms at play Mm -hmm. that caused them to kind of drive them to go into fitness in the first place. Right. And so that's sort of where that marriage comes in of like, Hey, you've got your fitness dialed. You've gone onto this coaching program. You're seeing these sick results undeniable. You're fucking shredded. You look like a Greek God externally. However, you still haven't got the mental and emotional peace and joy and, and, and um, kind of relief that you were looking for.
0: Exactly. And that's
1: where we come in.
0: And I kind of wanted to ask you this question, too, kind of regarding you being lost in the past and you now having the context yeah. to, uh, to understand transformation at a, at a very practical level, right? Yeah. So what would you say to the younger version of Joe in college when you were? Doing your things, and by the way, man, I was huge the weed too, man. Fucking, I was. I, I wish that stuff didn't. I, honestly, I wish that stuff didn't give me bad side effects. You know what I mean? Like not the side yeah. effects, but I wish it didn't make me overeat. I, I wish know, it wasn't I'd be doing it all the time.
1: But i uh, dude, it is fun, and I'll <laughs> still, I'll still get high every once. Dude, you know what's wild is I, I actually spoke a little bit, um like a couple of weeks ago. It was on like actually the first of the year. And oh, dude, I got super creative. I like mapped out all this stuff <laughs> I needed to do in business. I mapped out all this stuff personally. Like it was it was wild. And I just, I was like, man, I gotta go right, I gotta go write down all this stuff. So there definitely are benefits, but not at the pace that I'm sure you and I were doing it at.
0: Yeah, no, I was going crazy, man. I was doing the belongs, bro. Yeah. I, Every I got, day. Man. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not sustainable. 100%, man. I, I know Joe Rogan does about, I'm not at that stage yet. <laughs> no. like, man, I got like hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank. Let me just like, yeah, like, yeah.
1: Maybe we'll get there one day on the podcast, but I don't know. I don't, I don't even love getting that high at that much either, but you were asking about transformation and, and talking to my younger self.
0: Yeah, dude. So say for example, your younger self was doing uh, let's say for example, like he was lost and it's like, man, like, what do I do? Like, what would you do to give yourself that kick? kicking the butt in order to transform? Or do you think that you would have had to still, cause here's here's the main question I have for you. Do you think that at the time you lacked the information that you needed in order to make the transformation that you actually wanted? Or did you think that you actually had to go through all the experiences that you had in order to get to this point? Um,
1: no, I think the thing that I would say is, um, and I think this is for a lot of dudes and this is something I really feel like I, I just got recently is like, let the ego down and surrender to the fact that you don't know everything and that's okay. Because, Mm -hmm. and again, dude, I mean, this is kind of like a presupposition for NLP. It's like, dude, the reason that you and I did an NLP session and it worked super effectively was because like you were able to surrender and go, hey, look, I don't have the solution to this problem. I've been trying to figure it out. I'm gonna surrender and just see for this 30 to 60 minutes if this will work. And, and I think that's something that is kind of a presupposition for all change. Transformation is growth. It's like, you have to let the ego down and you have to admit that you don't, dude, I know a lot of dudes, this is kind of going off tangent, but I know dudes who come to me for like, you know, dating advice or whatever, or they're fretting about this girl, or whatever. And it's like, dude, I tell them stuff, but it's, it's not, it's just going right through them. You know what I mean? They can't let their egos down enough. And this is something I had to do with dating man. I had to get to the point where I was like, look, I don't have the dating life that I have. As well as I don't necessarily feel as comfortable with women or whatever in those situations as i like to be. So I'm going to fucking put my ego down because as guys, uh, particularly, let's say, with money or with women, we, oh, yeah, I got it all, blah, 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 when we don't. And Mm -hmm. the second that I did that with money and business and, and dating is when all those areas of my life got better right? The the second that I was able to say, hey, I don't know everything and I'm not where I want to be in my business, in my dating life, financially, whatever it is, and continue to do that as I grow and evolve, that's when I level up, right? And so I think that's the biggest thing that I've got over this past year is just letting my ego down and kind of surrendering to the fact of like, hey, I'm going to surround myself with people who are ahead of me because that's where I want to be. I'm not going to let my ego get in the way. I'm going to understand that I don't know everything, that there are things when it comes to healing, when it comes to transformation, when it comes to growth that um, I don't know. And again, that is what I think expedited my growth, particularly over this past year. Um, And in general, that's probably the biggest thing That I'd say to my younger self, because even though I was doing the work, even though I was doing the reading, I was going to therapy and all that stuff, I was still resistant, I think, to the change. I was still resistant to the transformation and the growth that if I was able to let down and say, hey, I don't have the answers on everything, um, I would have been happier and I would have been able to break down and grow a lot faster than I did um, so that would be my answer to your question. The biggest thing that I probably wish if, if I could go back and tell my younger self, everything is like, Hey man, just be open to investing in yourself. Be open to fucking, you'll find the right people to invest in and, and search for those people, but just be open to the fact that you don't know everything. Because if like, if I could just take that ego down and, and allow myself to be as open as I am now, to investing and to finding people who i trust to invest in and to follow i would have gone a lot quicker i would have gotten a lot farther a lot quicker on my journey
0: yeah and here's the thing man. a lot of people would hear that and things like oh they're like because i would say the exact same thing kind of thing really for me now i'm at the point to where it's like information is really what i'm seeking, kind of thing yeah at the time though i think i needed experience in order to understand how bad things can really get and i think that's what's allowed me to just keep a level head because it's not oh, like I'm yeah. like an egomaniac out here. Like, I've always been able to, even as, as things have go, grown pretty well, yeah. just still be maintaining a normal. Well, and life. I think
1: that's something that I've seen in both of us, man. Um, yeah. Just even over the short time that you and I have known each other and, and grown our friendship is like, dude. And, and again, yeah, I think those times humble you, man. I think they really do. You know, I, yeah. one of the things I've seen a lot of is, you know, people, Coaches or whatever, and they'll have these really, really huge months
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they'll fucking get a big head or they'll they'll let their foot off the gas or whatever it is, myself included. You know, I've yeah. I've done that before, right? Oh man, I got a big month. Awesome. This is great. And then, you know, you come back a couple of months later and, and they're out of the game, right? And it's like, you know, I think understanding that when times are going good is like awesome. Celebrate that, of course, but don't think that you know things aren't going to go bad or you're not gonna struggle. Like that's gonna come, that'll come back. Um, And the other thing as well that I like to say is like, dude, be tactical, man. It's it's being tactical, particularly when you're pursuing a dream. It's like, man, like being tactical, not having anything in your life that you don't need. Like this is something you and I talked about. I think you had mentioned earlier that I wanted to cut in on is like, Mm -hmm. dude, the importance of the importance of cutting shit out. You know, it's like, especially early on when you're staying lean, it's like, man, I'm very tactical with every move that I make in business, every investment Mm -hmm. decision that I make. I'm only, and I'm, I'm careful, dude, if I make an investment decision, I made one recently that I was like, I realized pretty quickly, I was like, this isn't the right one. And I had to pivot. And fortunately, I'm in the process of making that pivot now and direction that's going to scale correctly and more aligned to me. But dude, being tactical in all areas of life, you know, I, again, this kind of goes back to dating and relationships is like, dude, you know, I have some friends who are getting married now, and they're engaged. And like, dude, that's fucking awesome. I am so excited for them. And I can't wait to go to their, their weddings. And I also understand that that's not my life, you know, like I'm not at that point. That's not what I'm optimizing for right now in my dating life. Um, And that's fine. You know, like I'm on my own journey. I want that one day. Not right now, though. You know, That's not where my focus is. You know, my focus is in different places and on different things. And so again, how do you be tactical with your life? How do you not go of, well, this person, and did this this person just bought a house i have to buy a house like dude fucking live your own goddamn life be on your own path don't compare yours compare yourself to who you were yesterday not to who someone else is today to steal a dr jordan peterson quote there um is is a super super important concept but i think a lot of people
0: miss yeah man and when it comes down to people that you typically work with man kind of kind of explain your your avatar if you don't mind me asking like who do you like working with the most
1: Totally, totally, man. Yeah, man. Again, like this is in full transparency. This is something I'm really just getting clarity on here over the past couple weeks, you know, as I was doing the NLP training, it was kind of all over the board. And I was trying to understand underlying what are the characteristics of my ideal client. Um, Ultimately, my ideal client is a man, in, a man in fitness, so a man who is either a personal trainer, he may or may not be a fitness coach, and or is invested in his fitness, you know, is in a fitness program, such as, you know, one like yourself, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, maybe has seen physical results, has seen fitness results, has made fitness a big part of his life, is very stringent on diet and nutrition, However, he is feeling that something's missing. You know, he's feeling that the reasons that he got into fitness in the first place, or maybe he's starting to realize that the reasons he got into fitness in the first place, fitness isn't solving for. Fitness is helping him and he's seeing results in fitness. But the problems that he felt and the reasons that he got into fitness to solve and to feel better for, aren't going away. And, and those are internal things. And though he is still super passionate about fitness, he's realizing, and you know, that through his fitness journey, there's more stuff that he needs to work on. And that's the inner and the internal, you know, complexions mentally and emotionally that are play that often probably drove him into fitness in the first place. Um, And so that's the work that we do. You know, we hop in, we, we get him into our programs Um, we get them into some NLP sessions with myself and some of our coaches that were slowly growing out here, um, should be hiring some coaches over the next couple of months. As we grow, um, we get them into our group program, man, and we, we dig down into what those things are, you know, why, even though you fucking externally look fantastic, why do you still look at yourself in the mirror and, you know, not like what you see. Right. Um, and so that, that's the individuals that we work with. And again, we do that through NLP, through our group coaching program, um, and through our community.
0: That's good, man, because you and I both know that people can look a certain way outside. People can do this. Yeah. People can do that. But the inside is really what matters, man. Like real totally. transformation is done internally and reflected externally yep. rather than the other way. So like some people have a messed up transmission. Yes. And they get a paint job. bro, <laughs> so yep. Your transmission is still messed up, man. You got to fix that first. Totally.
1: And and like, dude, by no means, like all of our dudes, all the people that I work with, by no means are they going, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done the fitness and nutrition shit. You know, all yeah. of our programs are additive to that. It's no, 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 no you're going to keep doing this. You're just your reasons for doing it are going to change your reasons for looking fantastic are going to go from, I'm trying to get back at people. I'm trying to look great to prove people wrong to, Mm -hmm. I like to look great and take care of myself and go to the gym for an hour and a half and focus on my nutrition (laughs) because I'm someone who respects himself and loves who he is and love when I see myself with a six pack because I'm so worthy of that. Right. And so that's what it is, man, is by no means am I saying it, it it's, they go, they go hand in hand, right? Um, it's dude. The fitness is great. The nutrition is great. Now you've dialed in the physical. Let's dial in the and now let's dial in the mental and emotional, so that you can really enjoy the physical rewards that you're seeing, and then off of that, you know, some of the rewards that come with that, right? having a more prosperous dating life, making more money, um, being more confident, having better self-worth and self-love. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, just adding in all those pieces that I found a lot of that target audience kind of lacks and needs.
0: Yeah, man, when it comes down to people in your space, you pretty much have a blue ocean opportunity here. And I'm sure you notice that too, because there's no one out here doing that regarding like a, like an opportunity. And the cool thing is that it's an actual need. man. like, just like I told you all earlier, when I talk to my guys about self-worth and mindset dude i've just read books <laughs> like i've read books and i've gone through the, the store myself and i have some context from that perspective but from an actual like hey i've literally just booked a call with someone just to like do some hypnosis or something i've i haven't done that like i know how to get i know how to do calorie deficits i know how to get you stronger i know how to do that like and that's always going to be the basis what we do but there it's just peanut butter and jelly man like you need both so i'm glad that you you totally. realize that and in the space you have a big network and uh, I think you're going to crush it even further, man. Seriously. Yeah, man.
1: And and I appreciate you, dude. I appreciate all you've done for me. I'm excited to get you in. Um, we'll hop on after this call and, and discuss when you can come talk to our community, because that's something that some dudes in our community you know, need as well, right? I still have some dudes in there who um, didn't come from fitness and nutrition programs, but They need it, right? They've been optimizing the mental and emotional. um, And now they need some of the fitness stuff, right? So again, to your point, it's peanut butter and jelly, man. Because here's the thing as well, right? Like, just like you, you are doing the meditations, you're doing the internal work, which I know you are, and you've seen massive benefits from it. Like, dude, I still do the physical stuff as well. You know, I go to the gym, I I focus, um, I focus on, you know, my fitness and nutrition and all that stuff. However, it's just not something that like yourself, I have a massive area of expertise in and I leave that to the experts, right? I leave that to coaches. I leave that to people who who do, um, but you need both, dude. It's like, you need the physical, but you also need the the internal mental and emotional. You need the mental and emotional and you also need the physical. Like the thing that I've learned is like, dude, we have different bodies. We have mental, we have emotional, we have physical, we have spiritual, financial, like there's different areas of our, our lives that we're optimizing for. And, it's just finding the ones that, that you're optimizing for now and then going hard in
0: those areas. Exactly, man. And when it comes down to the person, right, let's say let's say there's a person out there who's on the fence of of joining your program kind of thing, your program. And it's like, man, Joe, you're, you're speaking to my soul here, man. I know I'm stuck. Let's say that they're even fit. So sometimes they listen to my podcast like, hey, I think Aaron's a cool guy or whatever or maybe they're a friend of yours. Like, hey, let me see what Joe's doing kind of thing. And they're on the fence of hopping on your program, man. Like, man, I want to hop on the phone with you, but I, maybe it's like, maybe it's not for me. I can go see a therapist. Like, what would you tell them if they're just, yeah. on the
1: yeah. um, and so what we're going to do is I think I sent you the link is we're going to include a, my coaching call link below. It's like, the thing that I would say is, you know, I offer all anyone who's interested, I'm offering them a free, a free 30 minute coaching call. And And what we're doing in that call is I'm digging into where they're at, you know, why they booked a call in the first place, what they're struggling with, um, what their goals are and what's holding them back from getting there. So it's like, I'm first assessing if they'd even be a fit, right? So like, that's the first thing I'd say is like, whenever we're looking at programs to invest in, like some programs will take whoever, like I need to make sure that they're a good fit, first of all. Mm -hmm. And second of all, like they're going to see if I'm a good fit for them. You know, I'm going to break down the program and I'm going to tell them what it's about and and tell them the investment and all that stuff. The biggest thing I'd say, and this isn't like to create scarcity or urgency, but it's like my program is ridiculously reasonably priced right now, um, simply because I'm optimizing for results, right? I'm optimizing for quick transformation. I'm optimizing for more clients in the door, building our community um, before I really start skyrocketing the prices um, as I as I see the results and as we start seeing crazy stuff and really start growing, right? I know you've been there. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's like the thing is like, again, I'm not trying to, hey, get in now, but I truly see myself eventually doing more speaking and growing up the speaking agency and eventually only taking on like two to three really, really high ticket clients, kind of like a Tony Robbins style and how he runs his thing down the line, right? So it's like, I know that this stuff is as powerful as it is. And so if you're on the fence and you're like, I don't know, again, we're ridiculously reasonably priced now. And I know we probably will be for the next couple of months, two to three months. Um, however, that price will go up over the next couple of months. And again, dude, like the thing that that I'm about is like, I'm offering that free coaching call and I'll offer that coaching call to anyone who's interested. The thing that I'd say, if you're on the fence, is like, dude, you're not making a commitment other than 30 minutes of your time. Um, And so 30 minutes of your time to have a conversation, to see where you're at, to see if you'd be a good fit, um, for me to potentially offer you the program if you would be a good fit, um, couldn't hurt anything if you're in that place where you're on the fence and you feel like this could be a fit. Um, The second thing that I'd say, man, is like, look, dude, if you're really at that point where you know something's been holding you back and you're aware of what that thing is, I guarantee you the work that we can do can help you. Um, and it can help you in a very short period of time. And I don't know if a lot of other people can make that guarantee. I can. Um, and I can because I'm not confident in myself as a practitioner. But more importantly, I'm, I'm very, very confident in the power of NLP and neurolinguistic programming. I'll, I'll tell a quick story at the, um, at the NLP certification training that I went to. Um, There was a girl and as like kind of the last exercise that they did they brought people up from the audience and did different things on them. This girl was absolutely terrified of heights and had been for over 20 years in her life and had really been causing her distress she had lived on the 18th floor and had to walk up the stairs for you know a couple years that she lived there. And the reason why was because she had a traumatic experience right she had a traumatic experience in an elevator. she was younger i think i said height she was she was had a phobia of elevators Mm. they ran some like 15 to 20 minute nlp session and i saw this lady transform and at the end of the president at the end of that she went up in the hotel and elevator um i mean she knocked out a phobia again this is the stuff tony robbins used to do she knocked out a phobia that she had held for 20 years (laughs) literally within a 15 minute nlp session and seeing that as well as some of the other examples during that session was like This is the, I've studied and I've seen a lot of different techniques to create change and transformation. NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, what we utilize within our programs is hands down the most effective creating lasting quick transformation. I mean, I've helped people cut out porn addictions. I've helped people, you know, knock out tobacco addictions, literally stuff that they had been holding on to and carrying around for years within one 15 to 30 minute session maybe okay. two just to kind of get it out so again man i mean a 30 minute call is all you're going to be investing um and just the second thing i'd say is like this shit works man I'm, I'm super confident in it i've seen the results and so again if you're holding on to something and you're ready to get rid of it like for the price that we're offering i truly believe there's nothing better out there
0: yeah 100 percent, guys they like, i've just, just in full transparency, guys. Like, I know a whole bunch of bogus people out there. Joe, Joe isn't one of them. Uh, I wouldn't put someone on the, on our platform if I thought they were they were just weren't like they didn't have integrity, so on and so forth. Like, and Joe, every time Joe and I have ever booked a session for anything, whether it's NLP or whether him and I are just kind of networking or connecting, at this point, it's not even just networking; it's just everything kind of thing. Yeah, it's uh, he's, he's fucking text me a couple minutes before, kind of thing. It's like, hey, like I'm I'm right on here. I'm on the Zoom. Like, he's always prompt. He does what he says he's gonna do. Every single time, if something comes up, he's going to let me know. So, like, he's a professional at what he does. And one thing I also want to leave you all with is that you can't score from the sidelines. you got to be in the field. you got to see what you're made out of. And Joe's the perfect person to go to because when he talks about raising his prices, I already know where Joe's mind is. He's talking five figures, multiple five figures in the future in order to do it. So definitely hop on right now. If you feel like you're stuck, you're unmotivated, you're down at the dumps, and you're trying to figure out the perfect addition – to your fitness program, whether you're with us and you're already on the basics team or whether you are just listening, it's like, Hey man, I just kind of feel like shit, man. <laughs> like I, like I think the fitness stuff is like, cool, but I need some help mentally go to Joe. Or if you're someone that wants to get both, Hey, hit us both up and we can probably work something out there. So oh, yes. uh thanks for listening guys. Again, this is the get your shit together podcast. If you want to find out more information on Joe, please go ahead and check the link below. It's going to be basics.live slash Joe. Uh, I don't know if I told you, man, we figured out a cool way to do custom links and stuff. So freaking rebrandly.com. I wish I was getting fucking sponsored by them. I gave them (laughs) a plug. They're the plug, man. I'll tell you that much. You can make some stuff look real cool. That's it. uh, Yeah, so it'll be down below, guys. And again, if you want to find out more information to see whether or not you qualify to work with the Basics team, please click the link below. It's going to be basicsbrigade.com. Watch the video. See if it resonates with you. If it does, book a call. If not, no big deal. We're not for everybody right? Not everyone can do Louis V. Not everyone can do Gucci. Completely yeah. cool. <laughs> so uh, we, we kind of understand our lane, but if you are that kind of person, we're the perfect person, people for you kind of thing. So thanks for listening, guys. Love you all very much. Thanks, Joe, for, for making time out of your day to, to come drop by and drop some freaking knowledge and tell your stories to some of the guys, man. Appreciate that.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you,
0: bro. Appreciate you. Anytime. So hope you all have a wonderful day, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. And if no one's told you now, or if no one's told you in a minute, I'll tell you right now, it's time to get your shit together, man. See you.